Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good Risings. I'm Marie Burns-Holzer and this is Spoonful of Spirituality. This week, we are talking about all of the monsters that come from our spiritual traditions. And today, we talk about vampires. Now, vampires have had quite the resurgence of interest in the last 30 years, with a run of hit stories swirling around these mythical blood-sucking creatures from Buffy the Vampire Slayer through True Blood and Twilight. But did you know that legends of life-draining creatures go back millennia? There are tales from ancient Egypt of Sekhmet, the feline warrior goddess of death and healing. She is the daughter of the sun god Ra, who sent her to punish humankind for their disobedient unfaithfulness. As she killed the people, she would drink their blood to give herself more power. Ra became impatient with his power-hungry daughter and dyed a ton of beer red to trick her to drink that in order to quell her bloodlust. Jewish folklore has the story of Lilith, the first wife of Adam. That's right, according to this folklore, Eve was Adam's second wife. Lilith was made from clay, just like Adam. And because she refused to lie beneath him and be subservient to Adam, she left the Garden of Eden. According to some versions, she became a demon by leaving the garden without God's permission and would drink the blood of men at night and eat babies within their first week of life. Hindu and Buddhist stories tell of beings called Rakshasas who were so bloodthirsty when they were created that they ate the god Brahma alive. They are deeply feared with their long fangs and penchant for drinking the blood of the vulnerable, like pregnant women and infants. It's notable that they are said to live in cemeteries and could be killed with sunlight and fire. In the Philippines, local stories of the Mananangal are told. They are mostly females with their bat-like wings, fangs, and claws. But most unusually, they have the special skill of being able to separate the lower and upper half of their bodies, with the upper part flying into the night to prey upon pregnant women by using their long tongue to drink the blood from the fetus's heart. This is one of the first versions of blood-sucking fiend that fears garlic, salt, and ash. In Europe in the 1600s, The new embodiment of this fear came in a blood disorder called porphyria, which caused hallucinations, disorientation, light sensitivity, and rashes from sunlight, often resulting in blisters and burns from direct sunlight. Sometimes this would even cause those suffering from this disorder to lose their ears and noses, causing a Voldemort-like appearance considered demonic at the time. In addition to all of that, 
porphyria would cause the gums to recede, making the teeth appear elongated. Sound familiar? It's interesting that vampirism is often associated with women, battle, disease, and pregnancy. If monsters are the embodiment of our deepest fears and most pressing worries, vampires hit an amazing array of human insecurities. Powerful women, the incredibly vulnerable times of both pregnancy and infanthood, disease, warmongering, and how life seems to feed death. Whenever we listen to the stories of the vampire, it's interesting to look at what fear this particular version of the bloodsucker is embodying and why this story hits a nerve with us. In our constant wrestling with big questions of spirituality, good and evil, life after death, suffering and how to ease it, vampiric lore gives us yet another window into our fears, our doubts, our deepest shadow selves, as well as a prolific horror genre. I'm Marie Burns-Holzer, and you can find me at Marie Burns-Holzer on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you so much for listening to Good Risings today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let us know by leaving a review. We love hearing from you. Now go be excellent to yourself and to each other. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.